everybody. Uh, good day. Uh, welcome to another uh, episode of uh, Stock Talk, uh, where we talk all things investing. And uh, my name is Amin Reina. I'm an investment coach here at Sage Investors. And uh, today it's Friday. I uh, thought I'd just babble about some random market observations I've seen from the week and uh, throw my little takes into them. Uh, a couple of things I've noticed uh, for this week, I guess one big thing is we seem to have come across a bit of a game changer moment and which is essentially involving the 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 impending flip-flop by the uh, Federal Reserve on uh, on the whole concept of interest rates so for you for those of for those of you just joining in in December the Federal Reserve for the first time in like I don't know a whole whack of years decided to uh, increase interest rates and that was a bit of a, a game changer moment in that sort of the momentum now had changed and the general idea was the economy is moving a little bit better, the U.S. economy is moving a little bit better, and so it's time to normalize interest rates. And so December seemed to be marking that first point into a, into a trend of rising interest rates, and a lot of people uh, thought that would be uh, not a great thing for stocks and, uh, and, and, and from that perspective. Um, I personally thought it was long overdue because the whole concept of risk has just been eliminated in the market and assets and stocks and land and property and a lot of things out there in terms of assets have been essentially overvalued. So I thought that move, move in December was a good move. So then what do we have? Then we got into January and then you, everybody knows what's happened with stocks. Stocks have basically tanked uh, throughout the month of January. Lots of uh, lots of pain even though you know marginally it wasn't a crash there wasn't any significant crash but it was it was a pull down and the sentiment had just gone incredibly negative on stocks so what happened this past week so the Federal Reserve had to go up to Congress and testify and comment a little bit about some of their uh, their moves and their observations and what they see and it's interesting um, and also they had to put out their Fed minutes uh, from the last meeting and it's interesting in that meeting if they, they commented that they really had a hard time um, making that decision to increase rates in December because they were looking at the data and those are data dependent and saying, oh, well, interest rates, uh, the economy, it's, it's not that great. It's, uh, it's not as going on as gangbusters and it might, uh, might get a little bit worse. But they, they, they went ahead, they, they plugged their nose and, you know, God love them, they tried and uh, they went ahead. And, it seems like there was a lot of hand rigging and a lot of second guessing going on and a lot of doubt going on in, in, in the Federal Reserve whether that was a good move. And so now all of a sudden the, the, the body language and the vibe that we're getting now is that, you know, maybe we will just kind of revisit this whole strategy we had for increasing rates. And it just it seems like the, the stock market kind of really has again influenced them. This happened last August, it had the same mentality happened and uh, attitude and now we're seeing the same thing. And it, it's kind of concerning because the Federal Reserve is not there, the mandate is not there to keep stock prices up. They're there to ensure that the, there's enough liquidity in the financial system, ensuring that prices are stable. That's kind of their mandate really. It, their mandate is not to prop up asset prices. So it seems like they've really got, they got kind of rocked a little bit and now they're kind of talking things down a little bit, trying to talk down the rhetoric of, of increasing interest rates. So great. So what does that mean for investing? So the biggest impact is if they start to basically stand pat with interest rates and just don't bother increasing them, or they actually cut 
and there's been talk, and I've talked about the whole concept of negative interest rates out there. There's been talk about that. That's been thrown out there. If, if it goes that way, what's, what's the big impact? Well, the big, big impact that I've been talking about is, is currencies, and that would be the U.S. dollar. So if interest rates stay flat or go down, then it, uh, the U.S. dollar, which has been surging, and has been a pretty big reason why commodity prices like oil and copper um, have been you know, tanking, besides the supply-demand equation, but that's been a, a bit of a, um, has provided a little bit of a goose, a little bit of a gas into, uh, excuse the pun, in terms of interest rate, uh, oil prices falling. Well, we could see a U.S. dollar starting to really tail back a bit, and if the U.S. dollar tails back, that's really going to put upward pressure on commodity prices, and so everybody's worrying about, it's interesting, Barron's talked about the era of sub-$20 oil. Well, you know what, we could be going back to 40 bucks, <laughs> as far as we know, if if the trend now is for the U.S. dollar to, to, uh, to, to weaken. Now, the flip side of a weaker U.S. dollar is also it makes uh, U.S. products and services a lot cheaper. So when they're going out in the world and competing, companies, U.S. companies are competing, they can compete a little bit more effectively on price, and that's going to allow them to increase revenues, allow companies to increase revenues, increase profits. That's good for stock prices in the long term, in the medium to long term, so profitability. So it's interesting that in January we were in a console, I was personally in a console where, you know what, I don't think I want to start looking at buying stocks. And now all of a sudden the Fed is deciding to take an episode from back to the future and go back to what life has been like for the last two years, or last like six, seven years with ultra low interest rates. And basically just trying to keep that party, re reigniting that party. And uh, to me, I think that's it's a backwards move, and I think in the long term, it's just going to inflate assets even more. But if we're going to go back to this inflating assets kind of thing, and ultimately, it's just going to make that adjustment that's going to have to happen sooner or later. It's just going to be a hell of a lot more painful. So I thought it was a bit of a game changer moment. So my mindset now, in January, was like buy stocks, and I did buy stocks. If you go on my blog and you go on my website, you can take a look at what I've done. Um, but uh, now it's like, well, I think I want to hold back. I think uh, now I just want to sit back because I think the party train, that, that money printing party train is probably going to start up again. So that's one, that's one big observation I saw. The second one is this whole dynamic where I'm hearing about is with respect to oil prices. Talking about how oil prices and stock prices are kind of like, are like going up in hand in hand. And it's just such a weird environment we're in that people want oil prices to go up because it's going to help stock prices. And to me, that's really short-term thinking. And I think the reality, what the, the reasoning behind it is just people are looking at from the short-term economic impact because oil prices is forcing a lot of companies to cut down on capital spending and investment, and uh, which is a significant driver of economic growth. It has been in the last four or five years. So people want oil prices to come up so companies can keep going and drilling and uh, hiring more, getting people back to work. So I think that's a short-term concept. And, uh, and the other side of it is, is the financial system because there's been so much money lent out to oil companies that are just now starting to curtail consumption. And the, the, the worry is just people are just worried that uh, some of these banks are just loaded too much on debt. I've loaned out a lot of money to these oil companies or some of these oil companies, especially the junior exploration kind of companies, and they're just worried that there's going to be a lot of people just going to be walking away from those loans and just going bankrupt, and that's going to create the stimulus for a potential you know, financial crisis part two. So, but I think that's really short-term thinking. The, great, the thing is, 
Oil prices, if they can be low, are good from a consumer perspective because it just makes us easier. We're just going to have more disposable income. Instead of putting all our money into our cars and filling them up, we're going to have them. We're going to have more extra money freed up to consume other things that are important to us. And uh, and ultimately, if we're consuming more, that's good for, for, for companies' revenues, profits, stock prices. And uh, so I just find the dynamic right now of people, of you know, analysts call rooting, like literally cheering for oil prices to go up um, from a consumer perspective and a long-term economic perspective and a long-term investing theme perspe perspective. I just find that really hard to, it just doesn't make sense. And uh, so it just tells you the nature of the market, how really whacked out it is right now. It's just uh, the logic just doesn't seem to be there. And uh, yeah, so I thought I'd just share a couple of those observations with you. Um, if you have any questions, you can feel free to give me a shout and my, uh, uh, DM me on my uh, Twitter account, at Sage Investors. I comment a lot about on uh, the various market happenings and my own uh, investment decisions that I make, the thought processes that I work into my investment decisions. I tweet them out. I tweet all my uh, investments that I make on real time, so check it out. If you have asking any other questions about uh, coaching, investment coaching and stuff like that, you can hit me up on my website, send me an email. Uh, my website is www.stageinvestors.ca. So that's another edition of Stock Talk. Hope uh, you enjoyed it and uh, we'll catch you again. My name is Amon Arena from Stage Investors and uh, yeah, we'll take, uh, have a good weekend everybody and we'll, uh, we'll, see, uh, we'll see you next week. All right, take care.